Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Everyday Connection Podcast. My name is Alicia, I'm your host and I hope you guys are having a really good day. I hope you're feeling really good within yourself. I just woke up from a nap so I'm a bit tired but I, I'm just super inspired and I just want to keep recording these podcasts for you guys because you keep asking me about them and um, it's such a good way for me as well to get better at talking and I know I trail off <laughs> on like big tangents sometimes but um, today I want to talk to you about something really close to my heart as usual <laughs> um, no surprise there always talking about things from my heart um, but I want to talk about seeing psychologists and being in therapy and the things that I've learnt um, most from being in therapy um, but I, I've i seen a psychologist since I was eight years old so when I was eight years old my parents separated um, and my mum put me in like my school had group therapy I think I was in like year two or something like that um, they had like a group therapy session and then I did like an individual therapy sessions and I remember like um we did like coloring in things and we would draw like portraits of our families and like how it made us feel um so I am very lucky that I have seen the benefits of seeing a psychologist since I was really young um but I know it's something that is very daunting for a lot of people um and you know there's a lot of stigma around therapy and if you see a psychologist or a therapist like it means that you're broken and you need fixing when it it's not I literally think that everybody in the world should see a psychologist there are so many benefits from talking to someone who has one no idea no bias at all to anything that's going on in your life and who has so much knowledge about how your brain works and helping you understand yourself better there is honestly so much you can learn and I feel like you know we we wait until we get to this point where we can't control our emotions anymore to be able to see a psychologist when really we should be seeing them way before that so that we understand our emotions why we're feeling this way and we can prevent like emotional outbreaks or like downward spirals from happening before they've even happened and I think that this stigma around seeing psychologists really harms so many people um you know yes it's so scary talking to someone that you don't know about your life and the things that you're feeling but there's also so much power and it It honestly feels so liberating getting everything that you feel off your chest and having someone who who wants to listen to you um and you know finding the right psychologist for you is also really hard I will say um you know it's important that you find someone that you connect with and that you feel comfortable and safe around and um you know that doesn't always happen on the first go it might take you two or three turns to find someone who you really like Uh, you know when I started seeing my psych at the moment was uh I don't even know how long ago it was now probably I was probably around 20 so I've seen her now for 
eight years. <laughs> um, that is, yeah, probably around the time where my anxiety and depression was the worst that it's ever been. Um, and, you know, I saw, a, I saw a psych all through high school up until year 12, so right until I finished high school, and then I stopped seeing one because, you know, I finished school. Um, but then, you know, life happens and I needed to see someone again and I've I still see her now I don't see her as often um but I know that it's important for me to still book in my sessions um because you know something always comes up and and it's actually really nice even talking to her about like good things that are happening and you know she our last few sessions she's been so proud of me and um so proud of how far I've come and you know, I have talked about the books I've read and how much I've learned from them. And, you know, then she's like, oh, that's a really good book. Like, I'm going to recommend that to my client, blah, blah, blah. So it's really nice to have that person who, you know, is a consistent in your life without, you know, being um, part of your everyday life. Um, she knows everything that's happened in my life. And I know that I... I if I explain something she'll be like ah, okay and she remembers which is really special I think as well another hard part about seeing a psych is if you're like me you have so much uh background and like so many things have happened in my childhood and my life if I just if I see someone new I, it takes me like two or three sessions to just explain what has gone on in my life um and that can be really daunting but if you use that as a reflection like use it as okay this is this is how I'm going to tell my story and so that they understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now because it doesn't yes it brings up so many emotions but you know if we use it as a powerful tool of reflection and telling our story it it can actually be really beneficial for our mental health. Um, and also, one last thing about seeing psychs, I think a lot of people stop seeing them before they see any benefits. The thing is that you're not going to see the benefits straight away. Like seeing a psychologist is something that helps you because it helps you over time. They help give you techniques um, that you can do to manage you know, whatever it is, your anxiety and depression symptoms or, you know, it might just help you feel better talking about it or they might give you some journaling prompts or some homework to do. You know, it, it literally depends on your psychologist and what what works for you because, bec- like, what works for me won't work for you. So, and that's what they're super aware of. But it's really important to remember that, You may not feel great after a psychology session because you're bringing up all these emotions that you've had stored in you, whether they be good or bad. You know, you could be talking about a trauma, you know, you could be talking about something that's been on your mind a lot and you're finally letting it all out. And I've talked about this a lot with um, one of my really close friends. She had PTSD and, you know, psychology days aren't the easiest days they're really hard days because yeah they bring up all this emotion you're talking about your trauma you're talking about things that have triggered you and that in itself is hard 
So on those days that you have a psychology session, don't be disheartened that you don't feel, you know, amazing and you're walking out like you're on a cloud nine after your psychology session because you've literally just released so much and it's going to take you a while to readjust and settle back down. So on those psychology days, you need to be gentle with yourself. You need to have a day for yourself. It's okay if on that day you do absolutely nothing. Like it's okay if on that day you still feel really upset that you're not going to feel amazing all the time and that's okay. I think, you know, there's also this judgment that, you know, oh, I see a psychologist and now I feel so good and that does happen. You know, you do have those sessions where you're like, yes, that was amazing, but you're also going to have those sessions that were that are really hard and then you have to go and figure it out on your own. So don't be disheartened if that's you. That's totally normal. Just be gentle with yourself and know that it's going to be okay. Like you, you're doing the work. You're showing up for yourself by going to see a psychologist. And you took that first step to help you. That is the hardest step. Um, and it's so important to recognize that there is so much strength in seeking help. You don't have to do everything alone. You don't have to do things by yourself. You can ask for help. And whether it be professional help or not, that is strength. Like there is so much strength in asking for help. So please, if you need help, even if you feel like some people feel like, you know, their problems aren't bad enough for them to see a psychologist. It doesn't matter. No, no matter what you're going through, it, I promise you it will help you seeing a psychologist, especially a really good one. Like they literally change your life. Um, so, yeah, you're not alone. Um, it takes time. It takes time to build a good relationship with a psychologist. But just be open and, you know, give yourself the time and space that you need to be okay. Like you, you got this. It's, it's going to be okay. So I just wanted to share with you a bunch of lessons that I um, have learnt from my psychologist. Um, and I'll explain, you know, some of them uh, may not apply to you depending on your situation, but they really helped me um, a lot. So you can send people love from afar. This was really important for me when I was not having a good relationship with my parents um, but there were times when I really felt like I needed them. My psych would be like, you know, you can love people from afar and you can still send them love from afar and that's okay, you know. And I had to, you know, be like, I can do that. Like I, I we need this space and we need this distance right now and that's okay. I can still love you from where I'm at now. And it doesn't mean that because we have this space and this distance that I love you any less even if we're not talking, uh, I can still send out that love to you. Um, yeah, I think that's important. Um, people's judgments are a reflection on themselves. So how many times have, you know, people made jud judgments on you, whether it be like, I don't know, the amount of times people have called me like fat or, I don't know, made judgments on 
what I wear or what I do and really that's because you know they're insecure about themselves it's not not actually a reflection on me um even though that it really hurts it um is a reflection on the way that they see themselves not a reflection on the way that they see you um you are allowed to be happy I think sometimes we don't think that we deserve to be happy and that that is wild like we are so deserving of happiness we I've actually read this thing um in a book the book 101 essays that will change the way you think and in that book there's one essay and it basically talks about like how we limit our happiness and it's because growing up we we saw this like baseline of what happiness is um and that's the baseline that we always return to so you know your baseline could be like you you're you're happy but you're not like the happiest you know it's just average your your baseline's average and we can go up above and beyond that baseline but when we go above that baseline something tells us that that's not okay like and how many times have you been so happy when everything's so good in your life and you're like, this doesn't seem right and you just expect the worst thing, you, you just expect something bad to happen because there's no way that you could possibly be that happy because I do that all the time. I know I say to my friends, everything is way too good right now. Something's about to happen and that is actually us self-sabotaging. Like we're expecting the worst to happen so we may also be unconsciously doing something in our lives to self-sabotage so that we return to that baseline that we're comfortable with whether we realize it or not that when I read that I was like wow that really is what I do in my brain and I don't think I realize that I self-sabotage but I probably do do something that's like oh well that that's what it is like I, there it goes. That's my thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I found that so interesting, but we do deserve to be happy. We're deserving of happiness. Um, please, 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 please remember that. Um, you cannot control the actions and feelings of other people. You can only control your own actions and your reaction. So um, I guess it, it's really easy for us to get upset about like the things that people aren't doing or, you know, we, we want to fix people's problems for them or, you know, for me, I, I'm super passionate about mental health and, you know, being proactive in, in working on yourself for yourself, not for me, not for, not for your parents, not for, you know, your siblings, whatever it is work on yourself for yourself but sometimes people don't do that and the thing is that I can't control whether you do that or not I can't I can't make you do it but I can love you through it and that's all that I can do and I'm not going to be upset about the things that aren't in my control which are your other people's actions does that make sense (laughs) um this was a really big one that I (laughs) 
um, learned after my breakup. But you should feel free in your relationships too. So when I broke up with my partner and I moved to Sydney, I had never felt so free before in my life. Like I felt like a completely different person. I I literally felt like all this weight and like all this weight had been lifted off my shoulders and I felt like I could do anything and I could be anything and you know my dreams are achievable and I just I felt so free and I didn't that I didn't realize that you should also feel like that in a relationship as well I felt so weighed down by my relationship and I didn't even realize um but now I'm in a relationship and I still feel like free like I I am free to be who I am I my dreams aren't like I have the biggest dreams I've ever had like I feel like I can just be myself and you know other people's happiness isn't dependent on me like you you know I think that was a really big thing I felt like you know his happiness and everything that he did it was dependent on me and I had to make him happy and I had to do all these things and I had to be like a mum to him instead of being a partner and in this relationship I feel like it's a really strong partnership it's not a I have to take care of you it's we both have to take care of each other and help each other and I think if you're feeling weighed down by a relationship you shouldn't you you should feel free in your relationships just as free as you would feel if you were on your own relationships are supposed to add value to your life and add good things and obviously you know they're not going to be easy all the time but they are supposed to add to your life not take away from it um I'll only do a few more and then I'll do another episode on this because I have written a long list of lessons that I've learned but um, be clear on your boundaries and stick to them. When I personally find boundaries really hard to set because I don't like conflict, I don't like confrontation. But it is so important that you are very clear on what your boundaries are. So for example, um, you know, with my mum, a very clear boundary that I've set is that I'm not going to talk about my dad with my mum. Um, and... I've let that slip multiple times and it causes a lot of drama. So now, you know, that is a boundary and then I'm sticking to it. And if she brings it up, I'll change the subject and or I'll say, look, mum, you know, we're not going to talk about this because this is my boundary and blah, blah, blah. Um, and another boundary that I've set with myself is that if I don't feel okay going to something, I don't have to go like you know, there are so many times where I used to you know I'd, I'd be really anxious to go to a party or you know go hang out with my friends or you know see people and I forced myself to go anyway and while yes a lot of the time it ended up being okay I also need to realize that me having that time for myself and 
listening to myself and what I need in that moment is actually more important because I need to take care of me. And so now if I don't feel okay going to something, I won't go and I'll listen to myself and that is me standing up for myself, me respecting my 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 mind, my body, everything and it is like it's okay to say no to things. We're so we feel so bad and we feel so guilty if we turn people down and we say no. But you know people need to understand that you know we also need to take time out to be with ourselves and take care of ourselves because if I don't take care of myself I'm going to show up to this dinner or this lunch or whatever it is and I'm not going to be fully present. I'm not going to enjoy myself fully. I'm not going to add any value to us spending time together. And so if I say no and I take this time to take care of myself, the next time we have dinner and we spend time together, I'm going to be able to be fully present and enjoy our time together. And that's what quality time is all about. Um, And that's what relationships are all about, whether it be friendships, romantic, family, whatever it is. We need to show up present and sure, sometimes we're not always going to be our best selves. But if we can recognize, okay, am I going to benefit more from spending time with this person? Not because it has anything to do with this person at all, but just because of my mindset. Or am I going to, um, what's the word? <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Am I going to benefit more from having that time to myself and focusing on myself and what I need in this moment and then seeing this person tomorrow or, you know, in a few days? That's okay. That's a boundary that I stick to and that's how I show up for myself. Um, my last one is something that I find really hard to remember but it is so important that your internal monologue is not always the truth so that's what I kind of always say on my Instagram yes your thoughts are real like they're they're in your head all the time I don't know if you're like me but my internal monologue is constantly going there is not a silent moment in this brain unless I'm sleeping (laughs) I think about everything and I'm just constantly talking to myself which makes me sound like a bit loopy but um yeah just because my thoughts are there and they're real it doesn't mean that they're always true and that is really important with anxiety and overthinking because I overthink so much um every little thing like sometimes my partner has to say to me like please don't pick out the one thing that you think is negative and then run away with it rampantly and just take it, take it, it doesn't exist, okay? Just focus on what I'm trying to say right now and don't turn it into something else because that's what my brain does. It finds the one negative thing that's probably not even negative. It's just a tiny thing that I, my brain can spin into the negative and then it'll just run away with it but that doesn't make it true. Just because I've thought about it, just because it's in my head, it doesn't make it true. So yes, your thoughts are real um, and your internal monologue is there, but don't always believe it. It's not always true. Um, so yeah, that those are my top, I don't know how many lessons they are. There were there, but um, 
yeah, my lessons that I've learned from my therapist. I will definitely do another episode on this because I have so many more. Um, but if you're listening to this and you know, you, you're not seeing a psychologist, but you've been thinking about it, I highly encourage you to do it. Um, but also it's okay if it doesn't work for you because it's not for everybody. Um, but you know, if your mental health is really struggling at the moment, it can only, you can only benefit from trying it. So I encourage you to try, um, and just be open and talk, talk. Like there is so much power in our voice. Like I think a big thing with therapy is that people think that their voice doesn't matter and nobody cares what they have to say, but somebody cares about what you have to say and someone wants to help you through what you're going through. And, you know, it will take time. You just have to be patient with yourself and be gentle with yourself and know that, you know, it's not going to automatically be this magic cloud nine thing as soon as you walk out the room after your first session you have to stick to it like anything consistency is key um but it will get better and I believe in you and know that you got this um you are way stronger than you think and that you give yourself credit for so believe that and I will talk to you guys soon have the best day um do something for yourself do something nice for somebody else And yeah, much love.